0: hello 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 all of you beautiful humans i hope you're having a abundant magical day wherever you are I have a really special podcast episode for you today. And honestly, this has been one of my favorites I've recorded in a very, very long time. Uh, this episode is with my good friend Meredith Rawlings. So, Meredith is a human design expert and high performance coach. And she is an absolutely incredible, magical, one of a kind human being. And I've recently received so many questions about human design. And I know that human design is a really incredible way to um, become a more powerful manifester because human design basically helps you to understand more about yourself and the more you know about yourself the easier it is to manifest because manifesting is all about becoming uh, closer to your authentic or highest self and I decided to bring Meredith on to speak on human design because I don't know that much about it outside of knowing how powerful it is. And I was actually completely blown away by my conversation with Meredith. As you're about to hear, I had so many personal breakthroughs throughout my conversation with her. And I know that you will as well because she just drops gold nugget after gold nugget after gold nugget, like so much wisdom. And I am actually going to get a human design reading with Meredith now after doing this podcast with her, because I cannot wait to dive deeper into understanding myself. And I can't even imagine how much more powerfully I'll be able to manifest when I do so. So she, Meredith actually shares in this episode, not just what human design is and why it's important and blah, 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 but also how you can begin to use it to live a more fully surrendered life, uh, to manifest more powerfully and to release a lot of anxiety, tension, or unnecessary stress, burnout or fatigue in your own life. Because um, you know, most of us don't even realize it, but living a life outside of your personal human design can create unnecessary stress, fatigue, and burnout in your life. And this is kind of what I've come to realize in my life is I been living my life contrary to my human design for such a long time. And when I began to align with it, life became easier and things manifested so much more quickly and easily. And I can't wait to dive even deeper into this. So whether you have heard of human design or not, uh, you're going to learn a lot in this episode. Meredith is going to blow you away with her wisdom and Meredith is actually um, one of the friends that I manifested when I moved to Wilmington, North Carolina. I moved here with, uh, you know, no friends, wanting to create a community. And we share the story of our friendship and how we manifest each other uh, at the end of this episode, which is kind of special because I know a lot of you out there are wanting to manifest community and friends around you. And Meredith is so, so amazing. She's such a beautiful friend. I'm so lucky to have her in my life. I love her so much. And she absolutely just exceeded all of my expectations in this podcast. She really breaks human design down into a easily digestible um explanation. So if you ever feel in your life like you're burnt out or stressed or anxious and you don't know why or you're trying to manifest and nothing's showing up and you're doing everything right and it's still not working or or you just don't know why you can never become successful in your business or in your relationships, human design might be that secret key that you're missing, that deeper understanding of yourself that's going to help you understand how to reach that breakthrough. Because what I've understood from human design is that not The same strategies in life don't work for every person because one strategy in business or in relationships or in life might work for you, but for someone else with a different human design, it's going to feel like force. It's going to be like walking through mud for them, whereas for you, it brings a lot of ease and joy and flow into your life. So... Um, I've been hyping it up a lot, so I'm going to let you guys listen to the conversation now instead of me just um, rambling at you. Um, Here is Meredith. Welcome to the podcast, Meredith. I'm so happy you're here. And um, for people who don't already know you, do you want to introduce yourself and kind of share a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Sure. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) This is going to be so fun. I'm Meredith Rawlings. I am a human design expert and high performance coach. And I live here in Wilmington, North Carolina. That's how I met Kristen. And basically, I just teach women how to use human design to become more of themselves and create the life that they want. Uh, I'm so excited
0: to talk about this because I've had so many people asking me about human design and I know nothing about it before I get into like all of the juicy questions I want to ask you, I'm curious how you found human design and how it's changed your life. Like what encouraged you to want to teach about it? Cause it's such a specific topic to teach on.
1: Yeah, it it is. It's kind of a a niche thing. And I found it hmm, about a year and a half ago, I was six months into my business. I was 23 and I was having an absolute catastrophic mental Mm. breakdown. Like I was working 12 hours a day, if not more seven days a week. I was just busting my butt. I had, it's insane how regimented my schedule was. I did this from five to six. I did this from six to seven and I was basically a robot and I was putting so much pressure on myself and all of these things. I just thought I had to be perfect, which was, is my pattern from day one. And I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So it's funny because I started my business teaching intuitive eating and eating disorder recovery, which I still do a little bit, but it's just so funny. Like that was my, that was why I ended up with an eating disorder in college. And I healed that. And then perfectionism Mm -hmm. came back up in my business. So it's just All of those things, it's just really interesting how it works. Um, So anyway, total mental breakdown, I mean, like in a puddle on the ground, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, everything. And I don't know how it happened, but it was one of those divine timing things where something just fell into my lap. And I found this coach, uh, Paige Michelle, who was all about using human design for your business. And she had a three-month program, group program called PLAY. And I signed up for it. It was two grand and I was super scared because I had just put like 16 grand into a business coach. It was like a ton. And I invested the money. I didn't have a clue what human design was. I just knew that I was a projector. I had looked it up and that was it. Just leap of faith. And I made my money back within 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. Universe (laughs) was like, yep, here you go. Thank you. And that was just kind of it. I was just the next year. I was really just, how do I be more of myself and how do I understand the system? And I used it a little bit with my like one-on-one clients who were with me for a long time. I would just kind of look and see based on the little that I knew from that one program. Um, And then Paige, I was in her mastermind starting at the beginning of quarantine. And then she opened up a certification program over the summer and one of my clients signed up for it and then realized that based on her her human design, she's not supposed to be doing that. She's Mm. supposed to be a leader kind of overseeing everything. So she gifted it to me. Wow. Yeah. So I, it was just, it's all of these things who, that just kind of came up and up and up and it was just kind of the path was laid out for me and it's completely changed everything. I work so differently. I interact with my friends and my boyfriend differently. I put different expectations out for myself. It's just, it's totally different, totally different. That's amazing. So mm-hmm. you
0: feel like now, cause I feel like in the beginning you were doing it mostly for business reasons, but you feel like it's now affected like every area of your life is what it sounds like.
1: Yeah. You know, the space that I was in when I first found it was, I need my business to make X amount of money. Mm-hmm. I need the money. And I was in that kind of frantic state. And what happened was I forgot about making money, honestly. Mm. I didn't forget about it, but I was focused on calming my nervous system, understanding what's going on in my head, really getting back to the basics of who I am and what I want, which is human design really helps with. And the three months that I was in that program, I had my highest earning months that I had ever had in my business. Wow. Yeah. But here's what happened. I find I like figured out what was happening. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm making all this money. And then I like got back into my condition patterns uh. and it dried up. And I didn't make money (laughs) like literally nothing so it's just the it's been this it's not like a constant uphill thing it's a learning curve oh yeah and it you know it's how do I how I, I lost it now let me let me try and see how I can maybe not go balls to the wall with it but like slowly incorporate things and again take it slowly not put so much pressure on yourself. So. Right.
0: And that's uh, so cool. It's one of the reasons I was so excited to have you on the podcast because of the way you talk about human design. Um, you know, cause that's how manifestation works when you're obsessive about money, exactly. it's not coming, but as soon as you're like focused on everything else and you know, you want it, but you don't really care as you found it comes. And it sounds mm-hmm. like that's something that human design can really help with. I feel like, I don't know, you tell me that it's something that can, Um, really complement manifestation or the way that you choose to manifest or design your life or show up in your life.
1: Absolutely. And it's definitely related. And I think why is because it's a tool that can help you understand more about who you are and what you're here to do. So if you're trying to manifest all these things that you think you want, but you don't actually want, you're going to keep hitting walls and roadblocks. But if you're able to see, oh, wait, this is, this is actually more of the path that I'm interested in or what comes naturally to me. Um, And it's also really helps with letting go of the how, which is, I think, I mean, you're the manifestation expert, but it's probably (laughs) the most important part, Yeah, Um, you know, just kind of and the most difficult for most people. Oh my gosh. Yes. I feel like I'm just now getting it. Mm -hmm. And I've been trying to do this work for like four years now. Mm You know, I read The Secret when I was in high school and I did not get it. Same. And it's just, you know, it's just one of those things like been over and over and over yeah. and I'm finally starting to get that. Yeah, I'm right yeah. there with you. Um, Well, I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself because
0: before we get into all this juicy stuff, do you want to just like explain what human design is? Yes. For people who
1: are listening, are like, what are they talking about? <laughs> I know we kind of got <laughs> excited. So human design is basically a system that brings together other systems so this guy and i have to look at how to pronounce his name ra uruhu that's not mm-hmm. his given name but he chose that name right. he basically had this divine download of this is a system that is going to completely revolutionize Re- revolutionize whatever the I world. Think you said it right i don't know it sounded <laughs> weird anyway i'm not stoned i swear um <laughs> the way people work so it's basically some quantum mechanics astrology, I Ching, the Kabbalah, the genes, I mean, genetic coding Mm -hmm. is in there. It's this really cool of the chakra system, very aligned with the chakra system, which is cool. Um, Basically pulls it all together and gives you a body graph that shows who you are, what you're here to do. And the way I use it is to look at where you're susceptible to being conditioned So you have all these patterns that are i call them not self patterns so you think that it's you but it's not actually you Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's really cool so it's just like astrology where you put in your birth date time and location and it just gives it to you that's it
0: that's i mean well, personally when i first found human design maybe a year and a half ago or when i first discovered about it i don't know much about it still I was super skeptical about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a skeptic, even manifestation. I was oh, a skeptic same. way before I accepted it. Like same. Years. I need science. Yeah, it, me too. So, you know, when it comes to people who are listening and they're like, okay, I don't really like astrology doesn't align with me or I don't really believe in like following the
1: stars. Um,
0: You know, yeah, what I'm would you say too. to them? Yeah. Like, how did you come to accept this? It's like, okay, this like actually works. It's real.
1: Yeah, really for me, it was like I said, part of it was a leap of faith. I was kind of so desperate for something different. I needed some guidance. Um, and the other thing is I'm a huge quantum physics nerd. Same. I'm not good at explaining it, but I love to learn about it. And the more that I looked at human design and quantum mechanics I was like, okay, this is actually feasible. Like this could be related. And then Really, it was just kind of exploring it and feeling how accurate it felt, how correct it felt. And the more and more I learned, I was like, oh, this is getting more and more accurate. So there must be something there. And then the more I talked to people about it or looked at other people's designs, I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> this is, this is actually real. It's really, yeah. really cool.
0: Yeah. that. And so let me make sure I'm understanding this correctly. So human design is basically based on when you're born and where you're born and how mm-hmm. the star is aligned, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It shows you different patterns within yourself that are related to your purpose and who mm-hmm. you think you are versus who you really are. And when you study that and understand the deeper aspects of who you incarnated here to be, you're able to live your life in a way that aligns with I guess your authentic self or your highest self or however you want to put it, would that be like, is that accurate? Yeah.
1: You nailed it. Actually. That's really, (laughs) that's it. And furthermore, it, it gives you freedom in who you are, because I think we're, we grow up with all of this baggage around like, Oh, I wish I wasn't this way, or I wish Mm -hmm. this was different about me. And when you get really into it when you learn about your gates, which correspond with um, DNA and things like that, like what's actually in your genes, you can see that every gift that we have is accompanied by a shadow. Mm. So those things that you may not like about yourself on the other side of that is something super powerful. You're just in the shadow side of it right now. So one of mine, I'll use myself as an example. Um, can manifest, if you're in the shadow, can manifest as addiction, eating disorders, control issues, things like that. And what do you know? I had multiple eating disorders, but now I'm in the gift of that gene, which is leadership and um, just being an example, really letting go of that control. It's interesting how there's a flip side of everything. Yeah. That um, is amazing. Yeah. yeah.
0: I got total chills when you said that, like how you have the shadow and the gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, you said it's related to DNA
1: or genes. So like, wait, can you expand on that? I've never <laughs> heard that before. I had no idea. Um, yeah. It's um, it's like I said, I'm not the best at explaining it, but essentially that that's where some of the um uh, quantum mechanics come in. So at, every moment there are neutrinos flowing through the universe from they flow through different stars or planets or whatever, and um, have certain chemical properties, physical properties, whatever you want to call it. And so when you are in utero, um, those neutrinos are passing through. And so there's the first part of your design that is decided is when you, I think it's eight weeks prior to your birth. And that is your, unconscious mind. Mm. That's what we call your design. So this is stuff that you may not be aware of, but it's part of who you are. And so that gets encoded in your DNA. And this is where you can also bring in like, um, epigenetics and biohacking. So the, that's the whole study of like how do we turn on this part of our genes rather than this part? It's so Mm. related, right? This is the highest expression of this gene versus you're bloated and you can't, use the bathroom and like whatever it is. Right. Same thing. So, um, then when you're actually born is when, and that's where a lot of, um, the information from your parents is encoded, right? So your subconscious mind is often similar to your family members. So then your conscious mind is when you're born. So those neutrinos passing through encoding your brain again, and that's your personality essentially. So you have your, you'll see on your body graph, if everyone wants to like pause this and go, you can go to geneticmatrix.com and you can look up your body graph. And on the left is going to be your unconscious mind. And on the right is going to be your conscious mind. Yeah.
0: I never knew that. I've looked at my body graph and obviously it's overwhelming and confusing it's so much, It's so <laughs> much. I had no idea that there were one, two separate sides for the different parts of your mind. So mm-hmm. for people who are doing that right now and they're pulling it up and they're like, whoa, this is a lot. This is way too much. Um, I guess looking at your graph, what are the most important things to look at for people who don't have any background in human design?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So first of all, what's your type? I'm a manifesting generator. I knew it. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's all I know. I don't remember the other. Yeah, that's fine.
1: So that's the first thing I always look at. What is your type? Mm -hmm. And so there are five types. There are manifestors, generators, manifesting generators, which take characteristics from generators and manifestors. And then there are projectors and reflectors. So why is that important? Like, what does that mean? Basically, that is kind of a macro view of how you're supposed to move through the world. Like, what's going to be the most efficient way for you to make decisions and interact with other people, essentially. So you can use it for marketing in your business. You can use it for finding a relationship. You can use it for all sorts of stuff. And so... Let's see, manifestors are people who have manifesting power. But what does that mean? It means basically you can initiate stuff. So you're the kind of person, if you're in a town square and you're trying to like recruit people to believe whatever you believe, you can go out to people and be like, yo, this is super exciting. (laughs) Let me tell you about it.
0: You make it happen.
1: Exactly. You can, you have the energy to go out and make shit happen. So generators are a little bit different generators like to respond to inputs. Everything can be, anything can warrant a response. It can be the sun coming up in the morning. It can be a thought that you have. It can be someone saying anything. You just respond to it and you don't have to go up and talk to people immediately. But if someone says, Hey, that's something you can respond to. And then you feel so, like,
0: so does that mean like, okay, if you're a generator, then the best strategy for you in your life would be uh, to wait or something to show up that inspires you to take action or motivates you versus a manifester would
1: um not need to receive I guess the input first so they can just take action whenever or like kind of so that there's a second element that's really important that helps you um, decide when to take action and when to not take action and that's your authority which is also in your chart. And so based on your authority, it's kind of the way that your body speaks to you and Mm. says, this is correct and this is incorrect. So based on your authority as a manifester, for example, one of my clients is an emotional manifester. And so she gets these wild hairs and she's just like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go out and do this and blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm. But she has to stop before she does it. listen to her body and be like, is this right? Is this not right? If it's a yes, then she can go. If it's a no, then she needs to let that go. Or if it's a wait. So it's the same. It's really the same with the generator, except first they're going to, they're going to have something to respond to. There's Mm. always something to respond to. It can be an ad. It can be someone saying, it can be literally anything. It can be a thought. It can be your power going out, anything. Right. So, mm-hmm. I guess, would you say if you're unaware of your human design
0: type um, before mm-hmm. I let you get on to the other three? Okay. <laughs> um, I just had this question before. If you are unaware of your human design type, and let's say you're a um, you're a generator, but you're constantly taking action without responding to input, so you're living outside of your design,
1: would that create more anxiety in your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what happens with generators and also manifesting generators because you have, you know, the same energy. In a way, um, what happens is they come to me with burnout, fatigue, anxiety, Mm -hmm. overwhelm, all of these things, because they are not choosing what to say yes to. They're saying yes to everything, or they're saying yes to things that are incorrect for them, that they Mm -hmm. don't have the energy for. The thing about generators and manifesting generators is once their body says yes, it's full steam ahead. Like you are a freight train. You can't be stopped. (laughs) Right. But if it's incorrect and you're, you feel like you're forcing the train to move rather than it being effortless. And that is, that is the main thing, you know, generators and manifesting generators want to be creating things, but if you're creating the wrong thing, you're going to get burnt out and frustrated. Mm. Yeah. And that's the, that's the general like feeling that you all will get when you're out of alignment is frustration. Wow.
0: Yeah. I need to learn more about my human design. So it almost seems like it's like, I don't know my perspective on it from what you're saying is that you almost align more with your intuition by understanding Mm -hmm. your human
1: design. Exactly. It's an easy way for you to understand what your intuition feels like. Mm. So my mom, when I was a kid, she was always like, well, what does your gut say? Like, what's your gut feeling? And I just did not understand what she meant. I would try and feel it and try and feel it. And I never got anything. And so when I looked at my human design and her human design, I'm an emotional authority. And so my intuition speaks to me through my emotions, whereas she has a sacral authority, which is a gut feeling. I was like, oh, Mm. she has that. And I don't. Yeah. This is just blowing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, isn't it crazy? Yeah. yeah we, it really we need is. to do we need to do a reading. I like, was just thinking to,
0: that. Yeah. I need I need to get a reading from you. Yeah. Um, as does everyone listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're into manifesting like me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but I totally cut you off after the first two um human design
1: types. Um mm-hmm. so what what were the other ones? So manifesting generator is the next one. And um you have kind of a combination of the the initiating energy and the responding energy. So it's, it's kind of, um, you get to feel into it. Like Mm. sometimes you initiate, but then, so this is really like, you want to initiate something. You have this idea for a program, for example, like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. What you want to do is take like a baby step and like dip your toes in the water, maybe put a poll out on your Instagram or, um, tell some people about it. Essentially that's what manifestors need to do Mm -hmm. is like when they have an idea, just like talk about it, you know, get it out of your body. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But don't go make the website and the sales page and the whole Kajabi thing. Like don't do all that yet until you get a response from somebody Mm. saying yes, I'm into it. And then, or any response really, it can be a no, it can be a, I don't know, give me more information. And then you feel into your body again, is this still a yes Is it, maybe it's a no, maybe it's a wait, maybe it's a yes, but we need to change this, this, and this. Hmm. And then once you get that, yes, full steam ahead. So that's something that I have some friends who are manifesting generators who have this pattern of like completely burning their whole business down and then starting over and then doing that over and over and over again. And as soon as I was like, dude, don't commit until you get the second. Yes. Yeah. I'm having huge breakthroughs right now. Are you really, this. this is just like me in my
0: life because um, I get so excited about different ideas, and I'll be just like a full yes. I'm so excited; it sounds amazing, and I commit myself to things because I get overexcited, mm-hmm. and then I start doing it, and then I burn myself out because, but I've already committed. And I start doing it and it's too much. And it's not as aligned as I thought when I was super excited in the beginning. Yep. Um, So this is like spot on for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know what your authority is, but that can definitely happen when you're an emotional authority. Mm. We tend to, and this is true of everybody, we're addicted to the highs and the lows of our emotions uh, we're addicted to drama basically. Mm-hmm. And so we get so stoked and we're like, Oh man, you know, we get sold some coaching program or whatever. Oh my God, this is amazing. Dah, dah, dah. And then you wake up the next day and you're down from that emotional high. And you're like, Oh no, I that was right. And then right. you're out 20 K and you can't do anything about it. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's kind of yeah. one of those things. Yeah. So that is a huge, huge pattern that I see. And it is Fairly easy to correct when you are aware of it. Right. So based on you have your human design and then you
0: have your authority. So the authority is either emotional or sacral or I don't know if there's other. Yeah,
1: there are there are several emotional, sacral, splenic, self, they're self-projected projectors. Um, and then there are lunar authorities, which are the reflectors. Right. And the authority is basically how oh, you. Oh, and there's a mind. There's also a mind. Projected authority.
0: So there's like a ton. There are a ton of them. <laughs> and yeah. and so the authority is like helps you understand how you act within your strategy of the main design. Yeah, and
1: how to listen to your body essentially. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. that's a that's a big thing that I teach is like getting out of your head, which is where the anxiety and the overthinking yeah. and the overwhelm is, and into your body. So we're mm-hmm. making decisions not based on pros and cons and analysis anymore, but rather what yeah. does my body say. You can yeah. still make pro and con lists. It doesn't matter. But the ultimate decision needs to be my body says yes or my body says right. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that because that's a big part
0: of what I teach too. But I think the part that my teaching is missing that you're bringing to this conversation is how to understand what your body is saying, because it mm-hmm. seems like that's different for every person based on your design,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is totally different. And if we had like three hours, if we were going to do like a Joe Rogan style podcast, I could <laughs> like get into all of that. But I feel like the most important thing to understand is your type, tight. Yeah. So we don't overwhelm people. Totally.
0: Yeah. Um, so let so you'd said manifestors, generators, manifesting generators. What's
1: next? So those are, those are the first three, the, the most common are, um, generators. Then I think manifestors and manifesting generators and then projectors, which is what I am Mm -hmm. are 20% of the population. So it's a much smaller amount and projectors are meant to wait for an invitation. So it's a little bit different than responding because basically we have to wait for someone to say, Hey, this is a cool thing. Go check it out. Or do you want to come do this with me? Or, um, even giving someone a look or feeling body language, those can all be invitations. Um, and you also need to be putting out little mini invitations as well so that other people can interact with you. So basically the projector is like the lighthouse just standing here talking about, this is the thing that I really enjoy. And I, this is how I live. And this is how I light myself up. And then other people are drawn to you. Mm. So it's a little bit different than, for example, the manifest the manifesting generator is like, Hey guys, this is sweet. Da, 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 right. <laughs> Which is how, why I got so burnt out because I was doing Instagram outreach. I was doing all this stuff and I didn't have the energy for it. Yeah. Right. So Basically you just wait for the invitation. For example, you were like, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? That was a full body. Yes. For me. I was like, hell yeah, definitely <laughs> want to be on your podcast. And this is easy. Whereas if I had been like, Kristen, I really want to be on your podcast. You would have been like, okay, we'll see. Right. right. Like it might not have, you would have been like, Oh God, she's pushy. You know? <laughs> Like, right.
0: Ugh, right. And but this feels have, might not have aligned. Yeah, exactly.
1: But this feels so good because you invited me and I feel mm-hmm. seen and appreciated. And that's really what projectors mm. want to feel is appreciated and seen. And, and, um, yeah. So projectors and reflectors, manifestors are not, um, non-energy types are Manif- generators and manifesting generators have, sacral energy. So you have like a, in your sacral chakra, there's like a life force energy. Every morning you wake up, there's energy. That's why you're like a steam engine. You just go, 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 go. (laughs) The other three types, that energy is not there. We can absorb it from other people. um, But we have to be really aware of what's a yes for us and what's a no for us so that we're not wasting energy that we don't have on things that aren't going to get us closer to our goal and our mission interesting yeah and it's especially true for reflectors which is the last type and they are super unique they're only one percent of the population and essentially they are they absorb whatever environment they're around and so you can have reflectors with all sorts of different personalities they could be super chill they could be super dramatic It's just a reflection of who else they're around. Mm -hmm. Um, So their decision-making process is based on the lunar cycles. They want to wait an entire lunar cycle. So 28 days a month before they say yes or no to something, because during that time they'll uh, achieve clarity. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So really important for those people, especially to be super aware of who they're around and pick their people very carefully. Um, You can, decide to have people who really energize you and you can be like a Tony Robbins type if you really want to, you can be, I mean, you can be anybody. So it's pretty cool.
0: So in terms of, um, I guess like project, well, do reflectors have to wait for invitations as well, or it's more just like they wait 28 days and then they, they choose.
1: I think reflectors get inputs from their environment. That's Mm. kind of what it is. They're kind of absorbing stuff from their environment. And so they might have all these ideas but they won't know what's correct until they reach that clarity, which right. generally takes that long.
0: Right. And in terms of projector, um, since you're a projector, <laughs> like for me, that sounds like the idea of having to wait for an invitation for everything, just like, I know. like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, maybe that's because I'm a manifesting generator and I'm, you know, but I don't know how, like, I guess, I guess it's just a matter of a deeper, um, a deeper surrender in your life. But yeah. how do you find that that's um worked for you in your life like do you find when you actually wait for invitations things work out better or do you feel like that fear of like oh i want to take action
1: (laughs) that's been the biggest challenge for me and i am not gonna lie i'm still working through it Mm. it's a i think that's what happens when we're because our society is based on everyone being a generator slash manifesting generator right totally so my impulse I have this, I always have this pressure to do something. And so my work basically for the past year has been to ignore that pressure and ignore that impulse Mm. and wait until I get clarity around, oh, that's actually something that I want to do. So there, it's kind of a nuanced strategy and it's going to be different for everybody, but it really does, um, I think the biggest frustration I hear from projectors is like, okay, yeah, I'm supposed to just wait for my people to show up Mm -hmm. and want to be around me and want to listen to me. And so it's like, where are they? You know, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing as a projector. I'm in my zone of genius, blah, blah, blah. Where are they? Well, it's the same thing as surrendering when you manifest, like you're not surrendering to get an outcome. You're surrendering because that's it. Like that's Mm -hmm. the way you live. That's the job. So it's the same thing with projectors. Like I'm, I understand what my mission is. I understand that this is who I am. I'm just going to live my life and stay in my lane. And whoever comes up to me, I get to say yes or no to you. Mm -hmm. And I just trust that the next step is going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come. And that's really, really hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Maybe I feel like hard. I tried to do that in
0: my life and it's difficult. Like yes. surrender is hard when we grow up in this society that, like you said, we are conditioned with the opposite, mm-hmm. right? Like go get it, go get it, go get it. Like take action, Yeah, make it happen. It. Hustle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can do this. Like, and it's very, very, very difficult to mm-hmm. consciously choose not to do that. Right. Um, so yeah, that's interesting that that's a part of the projector design. Um, yeah.
1: And it doesn't mean you don't do anything. Right. Cause that was my thing. I was like, okay, so I just sit around and watch Grey's Anatomy <laughs> all day. Like, what am I supposed to do? It's understanding that you're here to like projectors, their kind of role in society is to be a guide. That's why the lighthouse metaphor is so powerful. So you figure out what you're here to do. What's my mission here. And I get really, really good at it that's my job. I'm reading. I'm educating myself. I'm talking to people. I'm just figuring out what I'm here to do more and more and more and getting deeper and deeper and surrendering as I go. And people will come like, that's the idea. Yeah. It's part of the process, not the end goal. Like my end goal right. is not, I have to get more clients. My end goal is I got to tell people more about all of these things that I know that have helped me. And along the way I will be provided for That's it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds like the releasing the, the
0: how and releasing the exactly. manifestation, like projectors are just like one big release the how, um, yeah. strategy.
1: Well, and it's the same. It doesn't matter what your type is. And this is where we don't need to get so wrapped up in like, well, my design, da, da, da. everyone needs to do that. Yeah. Generators need to trust that people are going to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Manifestors need to believe that they're going to have something important to say. Mm. right so it's just it's always surrendering that how. right mm-hmm. yeah I love that and uh
0: you talked before we got on the podcast before we said <laughs> recording about how you said something about human design being a way to like I don't even remember what you said move away from your conditioning and become mm-hmm. more of your you said it in this beautiful way that I'm I know just I'm never <laughs> gonna be able to say it again
1: the same way like that's just Gone. But if you want to just share mm-hmm.
0: what, what you meant by that, like, what did you mean by like becoming more yourself using yeah. human design?
1: Yeah. So human design is really a system. It's a tool. It's, it's not, um, a magical wave. My wand and everything is better. Now that I have this information, it's a tool that we can use to become more of ourselves, not who we think we are or who our parents think we are or who we're supposed to be, but who we are. And it's so liberating to know like, oh, this is just me. And if anything feels off, if I'm not um, enjoying myself, if I'm not achieving the results that I know that are mine, then it's just because I'm not being enough of myself. That's, mm. that's all Oof. we're here to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that hits home. Um, yeah. yeah, I just, I love the way you describe that.
0: Cause I feel like that's how I teach manifestation mm-hmm. and honestly, any spiritual practice, whether it's human design or astrology or manifestation, I feel like everything really is just trying to lead us back to ourselves. So mm-hmm. I think it's so powerful that you teach it, um, and explain it that way, which is why I'm really glad that you're here sharing this with everyone. And I'm curious, because you also talked about purpose and finding your path earlier mm-hmm. in terms of like becoming more yourself. Can human design help you with like figuring out what your purpose is or like what your path should be? Or is that something that naturally happens when you become more yourself with the aid of human design?
1: Yeah, I think it's the <laughs> latter. It's um, it's not going to say, oh, Kristen, you're here to do da, 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 da. Right. It's going to say, Kristen, you have the gift of XYZ. This is going to be part of your process, blah, blah, blah. And then you, as you continually live that and get deeper and deeper, are going to get nudges about, oh, this is the purpose. This is why I'm here. Mm -hmm. And then you just get deeper and deeper into it that way. It's not going to say like, oh, this is what you're supposed (laughs) to do. Here you go. Go do it. You know, I wish it was that easy, right? (laughs) Exactly. Um, But it does give you little inklings of like, okay, yeah, I'm meant to be in this kind of role. This is going to feel the best for me to do X, Y, Z um, it's really about efficiency, which I love Mm -hmm. because my background is in supply chain of all things, (laughs) right? Like that's what I got my degree in. I'm like, oh, efficiency. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's, It's a tool, it's not the end all be all. You are, like I said, you're the end all be all, you have all the answers. This is just helping you get closer.
0: Mm, I love that. So, it helps you become more of yourself. And Mm -hmm. naturally, the closer you are to your authentic self, your highest self, you start to attract more aligned experiences, thoughts, ideas, people, etc. Um, aka, this is sounding a lot like manifestation, exactly. Yeah, that's why I love this because I just feel like it goes hand in hand and I can't wait to learn more about my design because yeah, this is all just like I'm having breakthrough after breakthrough here in my head.
1: That's (laughs) awesome.
0: Yeah. All right. So I guess I know you mentioned also before we started talking that there is something in your chart that you can look at that lets you know how to use human design for manifestation Mm specific to to your chart. So do you want to share what that is so people can look at that?
1: yes so there is a section in your chart that basically there are these arrows there are four arrows at the top of your chart and one of those arrows if it's pointed left you're going to be um more of an analytical um, i need to have a very clear definite list for example of what i want i want a clear idea of i want a house in the hamptons with this kind of shutter and this length of dock over the ocean and like all the, you want to have a really clear picture of what it is that you want um, versus someone pointing right, who is going to be way more abstract. I just want to feel like this. And I just want to um, experience this, this, and this in my life. And I'm just totally like, it's way more daydreamy and abstract, Mm. which really helped me because I had, I'm left facing had the hardest time understanding, what do you mean? Just feel it in your body. I'm like, I don't (laughs) even get it. But I have a whole Pinterest board of exactly what I want my wardrobe to look like, you know? So that really helped me feel like, oh, there's a strategy you can use that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. So there's two arrows and it's at the very top of your chart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there are arrows at the top of your chart. And so if they're pointing left, it's the who oh, I could be, I could be wrong. I am pretty sure it's the bottom left arrow that tells you this. I could be wrong. I don't quote me on that, but one of those arrows.
0: And uh, <laughs> if you have
1: questions about it and you are very unsure about it, then let me know. And I will
0: send Meredith a DM.
1: Yes. Yeah, send me a DM and, and I'll be like, I was right. Or I was wrong.
0: (laughs) But that's cool that you can, you know, because I feel like a lot of times there's so many strategies that people teach and whether it's how to manifest or anything else in your life and obviously nothing works the same for every person like you said some business strategies weren't working for you and Mm -hmm. I found that in my life too and so I feel like it's really liberating almost Mm -hmm. to be able to see something and be like oh there's nothing wrong with me like I'm just this is how I am and there's another way that aligns with me and my authentic self and um, that just seems so freeing for me
1: it gets to be easy
0: yeah it gets to be easy. Mm-hmm.
1: We have to stop forcing it for it to be easy. Exactly. <laughs> so what, what have you found works for you?
0: Um, in terms of just like surrendering and how I live my life. Yeah. Um, I'm, am more of like, a um, a go-getter. Like, you know, when I have an idea, I act on the idea so much to the extent that, like I said, I can burn out because I get too excited and act on every single idea that I have. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to be more conscious about uh, tuning into my body and giving myself a few days before I make decisions. And um, this is why I'm really interested to do a reading with you and learn more about my specific design, because I feel like I'll have a lot more clarity on this. Um, And I'm really big on um, surrender Um, really big on letting things go really big on releasing the how, Um, but at the same time, I like to take action. So Mm -hmm. it's, I don't know. It's like that like fine line in between. Um, I usually am able to surrender how things are going to happen, how it's going to play out. But I'm really always like when I have an idea, like I'm going for it and I'll surrender how it's going to play out, but I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah, Um, that's that's actually perfect. And I think the distinction that's really important to not just understand intellectually but feel the difference and like you got to practice and kind of play the Mm -hmm. game to feel the difference is not just doing stuff because you feel like you have to or you should or this is what other people are doing or because you felt pressured to do something it's the inspired action it's the would I do this if I wasn't gonna get anything out of it
0: Mm, I love that
1: yeah and that's why I mean being a go-getter is awesome that's exactly who you're supposed to be, it's making sure that you're not going after things that aren't correct yeah and you know that's what I because I've been a
0: quote-unquote go-getter my whole life and you know <laughs> right.
1: to the point that's where a it was label toxic that yeah, yeah exactly. it was
0: toxic for most of my life until mm-hmm. the past couple of years but you know I've tried so many businesses and put my heart and soul into them and like you know I would just work more hours and try harder and find better yeah. strategies and I failed and failed and failed and failed until I found what I'm doing now because obviously it was aligned <laughs> and before it was always like trying to get something trying to get something yeah like, I just I need more success. I want my parents to be proud of me, whatever yeah. it is. So you saying, you know, would you do it if you weren't going to get anything out of it really hits home for me because that's what I feel like I found in most of what I do now. And that was like the big shift for me is I'm not doing this because I feel like I have to or, or to fit in a box or society told me to or because I want to make money. I'm doing it because it feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is just like the most magical feeling. And that's why I got into teaching manifestation. And I'm sure something similar, that's why you teach human design, um, mm-hmm. because it's so freeing.
1: Yeah. And I, I think for me, the process has been this strange duality in between this pressure to be the best and be really successful and the high achiever. Like that was my label, you know, gifted and talented program honors list, honors college, like all of that stuff, fortune 500 company, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, feeling like I'm supposed to be at the top of every game that I play, which really ended up being kind of a cage. I put myself in versus feeling, okay. And then I feel like I failed in business because I'm not a gazillionaire after my first year or whatever. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then putting myself in this teeny tiny box of, Well, I only teach this because I've only perfected this one thing, you know, like I have to perfect it before I can teach it. Like I will freely tell you, I do not know everything about human design, but whatever, I don't know if you need to know it, I'll figure it out. Right. Like that's the thing that's different. And I can talk to you about manifestation all day long because I know the process. I know how it works. Have I manifested everything I've ever wanted in my whole life? No, Mm -hmm. but that's not how it's supposed to work. It's we're supposed to play the game and figure out how to create space and how to let go of things that don't serve us and how to, it's a game. And the more we learn that, the more fun it gets.
0: That was powerful. Yes, absolutely. And I think this is something um, that's actually been really present for me lately. And I feel like it's been present for a lot of people. Um, Because I've talked to a lot of people right now who are creating businesses and starting new things, especially after quarantine, everyone's Mm -hmm. like realizing more of their purpose, what they want to do. And the biggest fear or like comment I've been getting is like, I don't feel good enough to start this. Like I'm not an expert yet. Mm -hmm. Um, What do I do if I don't know when someone asks me a question and my, you know, my response is always like, you don't need to be an expert. When I started my business, I was nowhere near where I am now. Like I started teaching people how to manifest money when I was broke. Yeah. Oh yeah! Like I embodied it while I was teaching it, and I, I and I manifested it because I was stepping into that role.
1: <laughs> right, and that's been a big thing for me. Um, I've taught. This is so funny. I've had six or seven clients who are entrepreneurs. Every single one of them has greatly surpassed whatever financial goal they had. Like one of them, <laughs> one of my clients, she's here in Wilmington. She decided. Um, I think in. May or June. she was like, I want to, this was during quarantine, May or June. I want 10K months every single month. And I was like, all right, you got it. This is how go, go, go do it. Right. She made it. She's surpassed it every month since then. I haven't made one 10K month this entire year, (laughs) but she's just, you know, I have another one who did 50K, then 60K, then 70K. I had another one who had one reading with me and seventy-five, seventy-eight hundred $7,800 just like fell in her lap the next, like three days later, I think. Right. So I'm like, that's awesome. I figured out a lot of other things. I mean, we've talked about this before. Like I'm, I've manifested a good relationship and I've mm-hmm. dealt with all sorts of other stuff. Money is the thing I'm still working on. And that's mm-hmm. fine. That doesn't mean that I don't get to help my clients. It's just that it's not here for me yet. Totally. Right. I'm still paying yeah. my bills. Everything's great. Right. But there are things that I need to learn before I'm a millionaire. Right. Of course.
0: And I think that's the thing is like our biggest struggles and our biggest pain is our greatest gift. Mm-hmm. And I think you're personally, my belief is that you're like zone of genius. What you're going to be best at teaching is what you need the most. Exactly. You know, you're always teaching what you need. That's why you're amazing at helping people attract or manifest or, or make money because that's what you're learning and embodying yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's the most important part is if you're trying to teach what you're, you have the most knowledge on, um, that may not be your, your greatest gift because your pain is your greatest gift. Um, you don't need to be totally over the hill, you know, to be teaching it. (laughs) You just have to be one
1: step ahead of them.
0: Exactly. One tiny little baby step ahead. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it, as soon as I, and I haven't talked about this publicly either, like that has been something I've been so ashamed of is Mm. not, having the business success and not being able to say like, I've made blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But this is part of my healing. So thank you. Yeah. Like being able to talk about it and not be ashamed of it and just be like that. Everything is fine. Yeah. I'm still Oof, I just got chills. I just got yeah. chills. Same, um, spine is like, so Whoa. many
0: people are going to hear this and resonate with it because mm-hmm. I know that there's so many people same thing like secretly have shame around what they want to mm-hmm. do and feeling like they're not where they're supposed to be and you know the thing is like you look around and you see all those people who have the success that you want and you have no idea how they got there you have no idea what kind of anxiety or stress or maybe they're acting totally opposite of their human design exactly. or whatever and they're not happy and they they're not living their in, way there
1: they're not living the way that they're telling other people to live exactly so yeah.
0: you know it, that's the thing with comparison is you have no idea what's actually going on in their life and be careful what you wish for like do you mm-hmm. really want their life if you don't know what it's actually like
1: yeah. I think
0: it's so much more important to like align with your design and align with your authentic self and you know and then allow it to come in divine timing
1: right surrender <laughs> yes how many times have we, I feel like we could do a drinking game with this podcast. Like everyone take a drink every time they say surrender.
0: Oh, we'd all be hammered by now. I, know. Out. <laughs> I mean, that seems to be the general theme is like, mm-hmm. no matter what your design is, it's all teaching you what, what I'm getting from what you're saying it's all teaching you to surrender in a different way. Um, exactly. And I think everyone has a different area where it's more difficult to surrender and aligning with your design is learning to surrender in the part of your life where you're trying to control or at least for personally, that's how I feel. <laughs> that's,
1: that's huge. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah. And you're absolutely right. You know, we're we're attracting things that we need to learn every day and we're attracting things that we're like really good at teaching things that we had to overcome. Yeah. You know, that's why my, my first iteration of this business was intuitive eating and body confidence. I have an open heart center, which is like ripe for conditioning around self-worth. Then I've got that gate where the shadow is addiction and eating disorder. So boom, what am I really good at teaching people how to do loving themselves, healing their relationships with their food? Like that was the first thing, but it's not the only thing. Yeah. Right. And that's, I think women, like you were saying, who want to step into something new. Like you have to understand that it's not, it doesn't have to be the thing. Like you don't have to have it all figured out before you start Just start.
0: Totally. And I truly believe that if it's on your heart to share something, whether or not you're fully embodied in it, like it's selfish to not share it. Cause there's someone who needs to hear it. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, I wouldn't be where I am if people didn't get out of their own way and shared what they were scared to share. And like, thanks mm-hmm. to them, I learned and I am where I am. And, you know, Kind of what you're saying about the money thing, like that's how I feel about relationships. Like as mm-hmm. you know, like I <laughs> want to manifest love, and obviously I'm like starting to attract all kinds of clients who want the same thing, and I'm so good at helping them.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm so
0: good at teaching it. I can help you manifest love. I can help you manifest relationships, but I haven't embodied it yet in my life.
1: And well, you've embodied. You I is. think you're embodying it now. It's just that the thing hasn't
0: right. Exactly. Quite shown up. It's, and, and it's because with part, you. right. you're embodying the abundance, the financial abundance, but it hasn't shown up yet. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's not yours. Just like mm-hmm. the love or the relationship isn't They're already. It's already ours, mm-hmm. you know, but it hasn't shown up, but we get to be that person who helps other people with it. And I think when you help others with something that hasn't shown up for you yet, it's just proof that it's in your, it's in your vortex like oh, that's in your reality, like it is on your way to you.
1: Oh, I just got so- chills. That was so awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm so yes. glad you said that. Yeah. So for everyone
0: listening, who's like, Oh, like, I just don't feel like I'm fully embodied enough in this. and like, I really want to share it, but I'm not an expert yet. Like show up, get out of your damn way and share it because there is someone yeah. out there who is praying for exactly what you have to offer. And, mm-hmm. um, it's not fair to them for you to hold it back. Um, they need you. And, um, that's, what I needed to hear a year and a half ago and um, I know there's people out there that need to hear it as well.
1: Yep. Yeah. Nailed it.
0: Wow. This podcast <laughs> went in a different direction than I imagined. Really? <laughs> but that was amazing. Yeah, I, that was great. Um, okay. So another question for you, do you feel like everyone should um, know their human design?
1: Yeah, I do. For all the reasons we've already talked about, I think it's really important. There are also ways you can use human design to parent, to be in relationship. Uh, You know, I've changed the way that I interact with my boyfriend because of this, or I just understand him a little bit more, and I have more responsibility over things that I do because I know how it's going to affect him. He doesn't know any of this stuff. (laughs) He doesn't care, but our relationship is better because I know about it, right? Yeah. Um, So, and I mean, parenting, like I said, there's huge stuff. If you can teach your kids about this stuff before they're, um, conditioned, I mean, there's no telling they'd be totally unstoppable. Wow. I mean, I don't, I don't I can't even imagine, (laughs) but like, yeah, so cool. So and if this could get in the school systems, I mean, they're huge. There are people that are doing really big things with human design, and it's really just getting rid of that conditioning. Yeah. That's all back.
0: I love it. Um, so, for everyone listening who is like, this is freaking amazing. I need to learn more about my human design. How do I work with Meredith? Um, like I'm feeling right now. Um, <laughs> how do they find you? What are the ways to work with you, et cetera?
1: So, you can find me on Instagram primarily at underscore Meredith Rawlings. I also have a website MeredithRollings.com, and I have, that's where you can go to sign up for a reading. I have a couple different reading packages. There's just an hour. And then you can also opt in for an hour with the recording with a whole printout where I talk about like, this is the strategy for you. This is what we're going to do. And then I also have a three month one-on-one coaching program called high performance human design. And I just got chills because I'm so excited about it. Um, and basically, we'll just do this work. It'll be like you're on a podcast with me every other week for three months.
0: Ooh. And yeah. Amazing. Really cool. Yeah. I mean,
1: I can't, I mean, the breakthroughs
0: I've had on this podcast, I can't even imagine what people would gain working one on one with you in that kind of container for three months. So Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this and um, you're feeling pulled or inspired, um, reach out to Meredith. I will make sure I link the website and the Instagram and all the things in the show notes to make it easy for everyone. And um, thank you so much for being here. That was absolutely just magical, way better than I imagined. Oh, ever. thank you, Kristen. <laughs> oh,
1: thank you. I'm so um, glad you asked me. Thank you so much. Of course. I'm just, And I'm so glad that we met each other. Me too. And I can't See, believe I was following you so randomly for like a year and a half <laughs> on Instagram and I had no idea who you were. And yeah, then you guys, this is our wanted? friendship
0: story. Yeah. So weird. So um, weird.
1: I moved here wanting to manifest friends
0: and I had someone, um, our other friend, Mari reach out to me on Instagram because she saw I moved here mm-hmm. and, um, ended up meeting up with her and Meredith. And I guess you would have been like randomly followed me a long time ago. And
1: yeah, Mari texted me and said, I just texted this girl on Instagram. She seems really <laughs> cool. We should be her friends. I was like, okay, tell me when she moves. And when we met up at the beach, I was like, her face looks so familiar. It is so weird. And I had been following you for basically since I started my Instagram. Yeah. So two, three weird. years ago. So bizarre. Yeah. And now and we watch The, the Bachelor works. every week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you make me yummy pastries. Uh, yes. Um Yeah. So um yeah, I love that because you are one of my manifestations. I got Aww. to manifest amazing friends in Wilmington. So, anyways, with that said, thank you again for being here. Oh, thank and, you. And um, me. yeah. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I hope it served you and I hope that Um, You are as intrigued um, by human design as I am. I was absolutely blown away by my conversation with Meredith, and I'm currently working on diving deeper into human design with Meredith and in my own life. So if you do feel inclined at all uh, to learn more about human design, reach out to Meredith, send her a DM, uh, book a reading with her. She, you know, every person I bring on my podcast, I don't bring that many people on. I do mostly solo solo episodes, so when I do bring someone on, Um, It's important to me. I only bring people on who I truly feel I intuitively align with and who I seriously trust. And I end up working with a lot of the people that I bring on my podcast, all of my personal coaches I brought on my podcast um, I've done readings with a lot of the guests I've had in my podcast and it's always been a breakthrough point for me, every single one of them. So I do highly recommend Meredith. And if you enjoyed our episode at all, I would love for you to share it on social media, share it on your Instagram stories, tag both of us, let us know what your takeaways were so we can repost it and, and, um, and share it with the world. It makes me so happy when you guys do that. And when I hear from you all, uh, if the podcast has helped you at all, I would love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes, just letting me know what you think of the podcast. And if you do choose to do that, if you take a screenshot of your review before you submit it and email it over to support at we will re- send you a little gift from myself. You're going to get a guided meditation from me uh, to help you, um, uh, align more closely with yourself. And uh, that is all I have for you today. I hope this served you and I'm sending you so, so, so much love wherever you are in the world.